This is the podcast where we take our guests through the quirks of their retail habits from their best ever bargains to the times they've been completely ripped off. Welcome to False Economy. Powered by Hot UK Deals, the UK's number one app for deals, discounts and freebies. I'm Vince Layton, consumer champion, shopaholic and occasional comedian. Flying solo today for a very special episode because basically I want this guest all to myself. It's a Welsh special. It's probably about two hours since they won Celebrity MasterChef, so we just had no choice to get him on. He is globally renowned as an opera singer, an actor, a radio presenter and the best wearer of a twirly moustache I've ever seen. It is the man, the legend, Wynne Evans. Yay. You can tell I've been emceeing in Edinburgh because I'm like waiting for applause now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, everybody. And you've just got the lone clapper. <laughs> I can't hear you. It's Wynne Evans. No, because I've chosen to do this by myself. How are you? How's it? Like, when did you record? I recorded about two months ago, but I won about, like, as you said, about 24 hours ago. Officially. So, yeah, yeah, officially. So... <laughs> You know me, Vix. I've got the biggest mouth in show business. <laughs> How say. I've kept it to myself, <laughs> right, is unbelievable. But I have. And but do you want to see something? Yeah. Are we allowed to do visuals? Yeah. My MasterChef trophy is there, ready to go. It just felt right to applaud it. Yeah. Are you going to carry that around forever? Forever, yeah. I'm Has it been with... in your bag for two months? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've... do you know what? I, I, I won it, right? Yeah. And then I went out and celebrated right now what actually happened was i won it they saw how mouthy i was and took it off me right <laughs> you can't be trusted in my head i won it i put it in my bag <gasps> and i went out for a drink oh, right God, you you'd lost it. i woke up at three in the morning and i thought Oh my God, I've left the trophy in a taxi, right? Is your name on it? No, my name's oh, not on it, right? Well, at least it wasn't a massive spoiler. Know, but who, the, who on earth loses the MasterChef trophy on the first day, right? <laughs> so I ran downstairs to try and like see if it was in my bag. And I fell down the stairs and then I spent about two weeks in a chiropractor trying to sort my back out. (laughs) (laughs) So there we go, yeah. Can I leave it there for the entire interview? I think you should. It's a hefty piece of kit, that. I did the same when I won the equally prestigious Headline Money Award for Best Online PR. So Uh, you didn't win Headline Money, did you? I did. Oh my God, right? I used to go to Headline Money every year. I know, that's when we first met. Yes, absolutely. But it was so noisy there, wasn't it? (laughs) Because it's like, you got, I remember, Oh God! I'm like, should I name people on the list? Yeah, be a, we can. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Claire Baldwin was presented it right, and she, I didn't hear one word she said. All these journalists wrecked off their heads on a freebie, yeah. going, "This is the best thing I've ever been. I haven't seen Vix for years." And you got Claire Baldwin going, "Excuse me, uh, please could you just cry and be a little quieter? I'm trying to present awards here." So you want headline money? God, that's was, amazing. Yeah, because we used to be because you you were obviously yeah you were the enemy associated with Go Compare. Yeah. I used to work at Confused.com, yeah. but they put us next to each other because like all the Welsh people all know yeah. each other, and we did, so it worked out all right. But yeah. First, first We're both ever. big in our fields, win. You, I know, you you've know, got your thing. International yeah. superstar, MasterChef, me. Headline money. Headline money. Yeah. Th- that headline money is a big one, though. <laughs> I got. Us, I remember Giles Brandreth then doing it the year after, and he was just brilliant. He had the whole room in the palm of his hand. It's funny, isn't it, hosting like that? It's like yeah. it's just difficult to know what works and what doesn't work. But I remember the first gig I ever went to after I was the Go Compare guy, right? And it was sponsored by Confused. <laughs> and 
they just got up and walked out because they were like, they felt affronted that they were like, oh no, we spent oh. all his money sponsoring and, and it's they've all sent about the fat bloke with the moustache. They've, so, yeah. they've sent the fella from the advert, everybody yeah. knows. <laughs> but uh, right, we probably, well, we've, we've started talking about money saving already. Do you consider yourself Quite a, lot, a good yeah. money I've saver? Been, I've been in that kind of industry and I kind of made myself part of the company and they made me part of the company. So I think I was employee number 33 or something at Go Compare. So I'd been like learning about insurance and comparison for 15 years now. I've been doing it. Can you believe it? 173 adverts. They just won't let you go, will they? Hope not. <laughs> well, they've tried, I feel like they've tried a couple of ads that you're not in and people just aren't here for them. Which... Well, no, they did try for a bit and then they did lose quite a lot of money. So they got me back. Oh, that was <laughs> so expensive. You're, so you're not saying that you are the reason why it's so successful? No, no, I am uh, the reason why it's so yeah. successful. I, I've got a mate who, who's made quite a lot of money. I would go compare and he always hated the adverts. I said, you may hate the adverts, but you do love your Bentley. So, you know, you can't have one without the other. Is this a financial lesson? If you use price comparison, you will end up with a Bentley. No, he said, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember he going He saved so in. much money on his utility bills that... <laughs> that is true. Well, nobody's saving any money on those at the moment, right? <laughs> um, it was funny because I got really anxious about the ad. And, and this is like a kind of, this is a money lesson in itself, right? Sometimes annoying is another word for effective and you can lose sight of the thing is, the thing is, are you making money? Are you saving money? If you are, it doesn't matter if you're slightly irritated by it. Did you worry how it would affect your credibility as an opera singer at the time? Or was it just like delicious, delicious money? Yes. No, it wasn't It wasn't that much, actually, the first couple of years. It was like a lot but for me, but it wasn't like, I know I'll be able to retire. It was, I can't remember what I got paid the first year, but it was like less than 30 grand. And um, I just thought, do you know what? I'm going to do it and see what happens. And I didn't expect it to be so big. I didn't expect it, right, to have such a massive spend behind it. I didn't expect it to have the most annoying tune in the world that everybody would kind of go, oh, yeah. And I didn't expect to have a massive moustache on my face so that people could recognise it in 10 seconds. (laughs) Brilliant branding. And also, it was the first major campaign in the age of social networking, so people could instantly talk about it online, and they did. You know, it was quite <laughs> quite abusive at the start. But you're younger than me, right? But not by yeah. Not yeah, you are right. But there's some people in that age group now who are driving, who are listening maybe to this podcast, money saving, who grew up with a go compare. Yeah, right. It's been 15 years, Oof. so you could think people under 30 really, anybody under 30, and they've got tremendous nostalgia for the character now. They're all like, oh, I remember that guy. That guy, you know, my son, we were bored in lockdown, and he goes, uh, Dad, stick the moustache on, let's make a TikTok, right? <laughs> so we made this TikTok, and he said, if it gets a 1,000 hits, we'll, like, have a beer or something, right? I can't remember, even remember what it was. He but said, in lockdown, that, is the, that was the best day. Yeah, it, it was, like, <laughs> he said, if it gets 10,000, I'll go and put a suit on, we'll put a suit on and have the beer, right? <laughs> so it was like, mess with me, mess with my dad, right? That was the kind of trend Oh, yeah, the time. I remember that, yeah. And he put it on himself and then he turned it to me and I was like the go compare man. It got 9 million hits. That's ridiculous. <laughs> People are like, what has gone on yet? People are going, I love that guy. God, is he? This was the main one, right? That came time and time again. Is he still alive? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, yes, you are. Yeah. Well, that was the thing. Like, I had to Google pretty much everyone on MasterChef. I'd be like, 
there's every age group would know who you were as I soon know. as you said that. Yeah, we was... were doing this one. Uh, we, at one time, we were putting ads out, and with the with the knowledge that within right, listen, this is like a statistic thing. Love within it. three days. 98% of the population would have come into contact with that ad through <laughs> media, outdoor boards, or the TV. It was like, that was a mad, it was mad times. Still is mad times, but there we go, yeah. All right, well, okay, well, technically that's the best deal you probably ever signed, but what yeah, would you consider probably. your best ever deal? It's hard, isn't it, to find a deal? Because you've got to, f- I suppose the best ever deal I, I had was was it was on house on my house. Those are the things that you make the most money on. Well, not always. And oh, not always. And I'm into my watches as well. Oh, so right. I bought some watches that I've already got this one on today because I'm frightened <laughs> of getting mugged. Um, Imagine you open your back. They're like, give us, your, give us what you've got. Well, you yeah, just pass Master Chef trophy. Yeah. Somebody told me once, right, that they, oh God, <laughs> my mate in lockdown, true story, right? His dog died, right? It was like, uh, Smaller than a Labrador, but bigger than a Cocker Spaniel, right? I can't remember what breed it was. So he said to the vet, look, the dog's dead. What do I do with the dog? And the dog, the, the, it was in London. And the vet said, bring it in and we'll cremate it here. So the only way you could get the dog to the vet, because he didn't have a car, was on the tube, right? He got to Stockwell. He got to Stockwell and somebody mugged him for his case. <laughs> Right? So they took his case. Can you imagine when they got home and opened it and it was a dead dog? And he never got the case back. Lost his dog. But saved about 70 quid on on cremation fees. It's, yeah, it's probably what the dog would have wanted yeah. when last journey. Yeah. But yeah, what a a lesson for that criminal. So your watches. Yeah, I have bought a watch. You just a dead with guy, aren't you? Yeah, doing actual figures. Oh, yeah. Do you want to give them to us? I have bought a watch for like. 10 grand that is now worth 100 grand. So did you know that when you bought it, there was an uh, investment piece or is that yeah, just a lucky? I was a lucky, it was lucky that I was able to get hold of it because they like gold dust to buy new. Uh, so yeah, that. Was that like a celebratory thing, like a milestone moment or you just fancied it? I just like watches. I love watches. It's one, my like vice. I haven't really got any other vices. I just think watches are so pretty. And But the down, do you want to know the downside of my watch? Yeah. Because I've been on this diet. Are you too scared to wear them? Well, A, I'm too scared to wear them out. Actually, I wear them all out, but uh, is that... I'll tell you where he lives. <laughs> DM me. Oh, God, don't. They're all in a safe anyway in the bank, so... I was going to uh, say, how do you insure those? Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, right? Uh, that's my worst ever deal, probably. Uh, so, because I don't wear a smartwatch, but I really want to wear a smartwatch for like... Because I've been on this diet, yeah. so I want it for steps and I want it for this. I've had to buy one of these Aura smart rings... Oh, right. So I look like a total chav. You, you do but it's look, actually it's, it's the giving option. me Tony Stark, Iron Man, I've got to say. It's, yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not a good look on me. It's not bad. It, it's, it, it's, terri- it's notable. To be honest, it looks it's notable. awful. But no, I, I just. It, it's the trade-off it, for having a watch on. So wear a nice, wa- wear nice, a nice watch. watch, wear a plastic ring. It's, it's, it's like a, a Haribo. So what does that do? It tells me my steps. It tells me my heart rate. It tells me if I'm going to die, that kind of All stuff. All right. So we'll keep an eye on that. Yeah. Then. All so, right. Yeah. So the best deal you got was a £10,000 watch. Very relatable, I'm sure, to all listeners. <laughs> oh, but, God, I sound like a twat But it's worth £100,000 now, if oh, that is anyone. <laughs> oh, what have I done? What have I done? We're get you cancelled. <laughs> yeah, great. He's a man of the people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you made a savoury Christmas cake. Continue to love him. 
Right. What is the thing that you've had to buy that you absolutely resented spending money on? Now, a lot of people say insurance on this, but... No, insurance, isn't it? It's <laughs> yeah. got to be... I don't get free insurance. Insurance is <gasps> the one... <laughs> I know. Insurance is the one thing that you have to have, but you don't want to have. And I think that's why advertising it is so interesting as well, right? Because you're selling something to people that they don't want, but they have to have it. So I think insurance is one of, it is, it's one of those things that if you don't use it, you feel really hard done by. And if you do use it, you feel really, really happy. Well, yeah, you feel like you should be refunded at the end of the year if you don't you do, have any yeah, accidents. Like, yeah, half people, of it or something, yeah. People used to write their cars off when I worked at Admiral and they'd say, I want the refunds because my car's been written off. So I'm not going to pay the next five months insurance. So I don't have a car to drive. I was like, we've paid for your whole car. <laughs> Yeah. Some people pay every don't month get it. Yeah. and don't get anything. You've yeah. got a free car. Yeah. <laughs> but they just, people just don't understand how it works. They're yeah. like, I don't want to pay the installments. It's like, if you bought a bike on a catalogue and you lost it, you still have to pay, pay for, for it. it. Yeah. Insurance is like that. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't be explaining that to people all day. It, yeah. It was. I it do was, get annoyed with insurance companies if they don't pay out though, do you? Well, yeah. It's, it's a bit of a witchcraft as well in terms of what, like the terms and conditions are yeah. sometimes feel deliberately obtuse, but yeah, yeah. it's just reading terms and conditions. Like it's not, they're not trapping you. They're relying on you not paying attention. I'm also really annoyed every time I trade a car in because it's gone down so much and and they always go, oh, this car's amazing. This car's amazing. And then when you take it back like three years later, they go, nobody's really driving that anymore. As soon as you drive off the four yeah. core, it loses yeah. three, like three, four I've grand. Spent, I've, I've lost so much money on cars. Not even like, I haven't even have, ever had a ridiculous car, but like I bought myself, just in lockdown, I bought myself a little Alfa Romeo Spider, an old one. Oh, that's a proper, that is the car that I want. When I was a teenager, that was the dream car. They were in Sweet Valley, the, the twins from the books of Sweet Valley High, they used to oh, drive they had one. Them, did they? Yeah. So, uh, well, mine just kept breaking down all the time. And it got to the end where I was like, well, this is totally the most unreliable thing I've ever bought. And then I lost about £2,000 and I was so miffed. Yeah. It's just really annoying. So those are the things. The things that don't kind of hold their value, I don't like very much. No. Well, that's why you got into watches, isn't it? Food. Food. (laughs) Food. Do you throw a lot away? I'm trying not to, but yeah. Like, yeah, I get irritated. Like HelloFresh and Gusto, those meal boxes for a while. Because it's like, at least they only send you the stuff that you're going to use, but then they'd be in the bottom drawer just speaking to me when I didn't want them. Just like, yeah, if you didn't, if you don't "Ah, make them, isn't it? It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird because you buy so many vegetables. I don't eat as many as I buy. (laughs) You're right, right? It's like, I think half the broccoli in the world gets thrown away. No one needs that much. No. no individual needs as much as you yeah. give it. It's like That's why I buy the little packets now. Oh, I go to the greengrocer. Do you remember the olden days when you go to the greengrocer? I still do, and the yeah. butchers as well, because you can get one yeah. chicken breast. Yes. It feels like a life hack. People are yeah. like, are you from the past? I'm like, no, I'm from someone who's got no money because I do comedy and it, you might yeah, as well yeah, just yeah. burn it on a bonfire. Um, but yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you on the butchers. So are you a massive, like, are you? do you cook a lot? Do you eat out a yeah, lot? Yeah, I cook a lot. I eat out a lot. Was that prior to MasterChef or did you put the effort No, I've always done that. Uh, I've always cooked a lot. I've always enjoyed cooking. I've always enjoyed vegetables. I've always enjoyed ingredients. Like uh, if I go down South London, you know, you've got all the the engine shops down there where you can get all the different spices. I just love it. So you've got a nice kitchen. I've got quite a nice kitchen and I've just put a utility thing on the side where I can have all the gadgets out. So, you know, you've got the ice cream maker, the mixer, the such and such, the stuff that you use once a year, it's out. 
because I don't know if I've mentioned this, but I won MasterChef. Do you know, I heard that somewhere. Yeah. I think I saw yeah. it for the first time on your LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> Not that you put it everywhere, but I love that I did put it everywhere. I did. LinkedIn. I thought, do you know what? I've won MasterChef. I'm going to tell the world. And it won't be just now. I'll be telling you again next year. Oh, this is the anniversary of me winning MasterChef. And that could go on for a hundred well, years. You, you get to go back, don't you, and judge the food next yes. time. That's, I'd be looking forward to that. That'd be yeah, my reason to win. Yeah, I am looking win. forward to that. So you can be judgmental about other people. I don't think I'll be that judgy though. No. No. I I cooked for Andy Peters, Vicky Peterson, and Rylan yeah. were my judges. They were really sweet, I have to say. Yeah. Because I gave them faggots, right? I know. So well, faggots is like a Welsh dish, which is it, like I know, and it looked lush, but it's got right? awful in it. But it's, it's, all it's like awful. what a Pig's what heart. a choice that was. was. And as I was doing it, I thought, what are you doing, you madman? <laughs> so I just when they said what's in it, I went, Oh, you know. Uh, pork. Prime cuts of meat. Uh. Yeah, I went, just pork. It was really delicious. So they didn't know. They didn't care. No, it, it looked lovely, though. Yeah, I love faggots. They, th- so that, tasty. Yeah, all your food looked amazing. But I got banned off Twitter, though, for saying I made faggots. Because <laughs> you could tell. That you is a word you're not allowed to use on Twitter. the guests weren't sure, like the judges, they hesitated over saying it, yeah, just yeah. in case it got cut somewhere yeah. and misused. It was really interesting to see, but... Uh, yeah. Twitter didn't like you. Oh, well. That is what that's what it's called. That is what it's called, yeah. So, we just touched on it. Who does social media think you are? When you log in, what ads do you get? Oh, this is brilliant, right? Because I think, actually, I think they've probably nailed it in the last few years. Because, like, things like Etsy and some of the Chinese and Japanese websites... There's so much on them, right? You don't know where to start. Yet, through an algorithm, through social media, they seem to be able to give me the exact stuff I want. It's, it's creepy, but... It's, it's so creepy, it's but it's such, it? so well done. You know, <laughs> they know what kind of trainers I like, what kind of jeans I want, what, what a Tupperware. They even know I will love Tupperware. <laughs> so, and I love Tupperware. But how does Facebook know I love Tupperware? Because I've never posted about it, but I have, I mean, I've had to clear it from my search history on my computer, but I do love Tupperware. Googling it all the time. Yes, you feel like Dodge. Just looking just straight to the image tab. And you go, am I allowed to do this from a BBC computer? <laughs> Tupperware. Do they ever get it wrong or has it got you? They've got me. They Honestly, have they got you? Most of the time, yes. Occasionally they do think I'm a gay man. Right. But other than that, it's like gay twinks for you. I'm like, no, they look lovely, but they're not for me. Uh, I think they'd be very surprised when we met up. Like, nice there. Yeah, yeah, it's lovely. I was like, eh, I'm flattered, but no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but other than that, pretty pretty fine. They show me a lot of comedy and comedy nights. So and it's like, I'm not paying to go to comedy where I haven't been booked. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm the same in the opera I was. It's like, no, thank you. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll have free tickets, please. Yeah, you go to a lot. I go to quite a lot, yeah. I, I because I stopped. I haven't stopped singing, but I have stopped singing. You know, I've stopped doing operas. And I've did they prompt doing... you to do the little singing bits in MasterChef, or right. did you choose that? Can, right, can I just talk about this? Yeah, because right. I need to know. Okay, <laughs> right. I sing all the time. Yeah. Right. I love just singing around the house. My brother does it as well. He's an opera singer. My kids do it. We harmonise without even knowing that we're harmonising. I just sing. Right. I do not need any encouragement to sing. <laughs> On MasterChef, they, they, you feel them in a way, they go, Ooh, and I'm like this. Na, 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 na. 
Look, I've sung now. Anyway, yeah. uh, so doing all of that, and then they go, oh, sing a bit. So I think, oh, I'll sing a bit, right? So <laughs> I sing a bit. Now, the edit comes, yeah. right? <laughs> and it's just me singing all yeah. day, right? <laughs> So, That's why I was wondering. Right. Like, Let me tell you what it happens next. It feels like next. it was prompted. <laughs> Let me tell you what happens next, though, right? This is what happens next. Is Facebook and Twitter tell me to sing less, right? The people on it, not actual Facebook. That'd be weird, wouldn't yeah. it? Like uh, what? Like they're like, watching it live. Uh, like, yeah. oh, this message just in, wind <laughs> stop, stop singing. Uh. No, so they're going, love the food, just wish you'd sing a bit less, right? Overnight, I've turned into the Des O'Connor of opera, right? Where I'm like... <laughs> People will be using my bloody album for coasters and shit like that, right? So I'm thinking, oh, God, not only can I not control how much singing, I can't control how much singing moving forward either because I filmed it three months ago, (laughs) right? So they stay and stop singing and it looks like I'm going balls to you. I'm just going to keep singing, right? And it's like, oh no, Because they stitched you you all up like that because they did it to Jamelia as well. And she's like, oh, I never do this. I never do this. And then just went straight in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But no one asked Max from The Wanted to sing anything. That's a shame. (laughs) He's such a nice guy. Do you know what? They they were lovely people. I I fell in love with Jamelia. She's just amazing as a person uh, and as a performer. She's just an amazing mum and all of that. It was such a good mix of uh, contestants this year, though. I really enjoyed I know it's uh, probably like a vanity thing, but I really enjoyed it. And I, I really enjoyed that the first time I saw it was the first time that everybody else saw it. Uh, so, yeah, except you know who leaves every day and all of that. And, and presenting the food is really nerve-wracking. It's like, not your job, right? Yeah. It must have been like the first time you did stand-up, yeah. right? When you were working in insurance and you're doing then stand-up, which is n- not per se your job at the time, but everybody's judging you like it is your job. Yeah. And that's what it was like that with the cooking. That doesn't go away. Four Never. and a half years in, I'm still like... Do you know what? I, people listen to me tell my silly little stories. It's like. brilliant though, right? Because I once got booked for some stand-up, right? And I didn't know that it was for stand-up. So when I got there, I was like, oh, this is not my bag. Like... I'm an opera singer that tells the odd funny story. I'm not a comedian by any stretch of the imagination. I really am not. And I just left. I could not do, I couldn't do it. It's too vulnerable. Yeah, because it, it is. Because if people don't laugh, it's like, it's because they don't like me. That's one thing being the Go Compare Man has really helped me with. I can actually switch off to social media now. And I can actually switch off to be, because I've been called so many names, you kind of go, and for nothing at all, really. Like you're, you're just. Uh, it's like when people shout at a referee, and it's like you're shouting at the shirt. They're shouting at the moustache. You know, they don't know you. Like. You know, you said to me earlier. You said people ask you about ices and stuff like that. I was out once doing another gig, doing like a TV show, and this woman asked me for a quote. <laughs> like it's all in your head. <laughs> and we're in the middle of this field, and she just goes, "Oh, hello, I'll be looking for you." I was like, "Oh yeah, what do you want?" She goes. Uh, I think she wants a selfie or something. And she goes, oh, my daughter's just turned 17. We're thinking about buying her a Clio and we wondered what the insurance was. And I'm like, I don't sell insurance. In the end, right, Vix, I couldn't get rid of her. I could not get rid of the woman. So I ended up saying to her, oh, can, give can, me your email address. No, can you give me a postcode? Oh, right? God. So she gave me a postcode. And then the only question I could remember from an insurance form was, are you keeping the car on the drive or on the road? Yeah. Right? And she said, oh, on the drive. So I thought, oh, 17, it's a Clio, new driver. I thought, new Clio? 
Yeah, don't feel you. So you're I just thought, look, I used I'll, to sell just, insurance. I'll just get good compared to cover it, right? I thought <laughs> it's going to be £3,000, I said to her, right? Yeah. Yeah. And she went, that's crazy. It's 2,400 with direct line. And she turned and walked off and left me there in the middle of this field. <laughs> you were just trying your best. I was like, I she don't even sell bloody insurance, love. Comparing you in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Am I actually answering your question? Yeah, so probably insurance is probably the worst thing you buy. I know, it's it? like, well, where, where did we get to? No, we were, yeah, sorry. And then we moved on to who your social media thinks you are. Yeah. And then we got far, far away. Far, far away. Because that's what we yeah, do. My social media thinks I, I don't know what they think, actually. <laughs> I really don't know what I portray. I try and portray like a normal person. Occasionally, click something cool. <laughs> yeah, I hope I portray that genuine person on social media because everybody's so bloody happy on Facebook, aren't they? And everybody's so perfect. I, I, wanna, I just you, like you're like I'm having a bad day. Actually, you open up LinkedIn, your mates there. He's my master chef. It's all over. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but that um, it's funny because that comes then with the anxiety because at the moment, obviously, I've one master chef. Without sounding like a knob, right? So everybody wants to work with you, yeah. right? So everybody's ringing you. TV people are ringing you. Um, I'm already anxious that I'll mess it up. So that's the way my brain works. I'm already anxious. I'm just being honest, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm already anxious about it all. And then I think, oh, God, am I cut out for this? <laughs> I just really enjoyed MasterChef. Everybody's faking it, though. I don't think Do anybody really feels like they're comfortable in it. What do you want to do next, anyway? So you've got all these opportunities coming Yeah, in. I mean, I'm doing some stuff on radio too. I love radio. I think radio is a brilliant medium. Because uh, you're the reason people don't feel alone, because I will always listen to, uh, I'll always have the radio on when I'm on my own, because I like to feel like I'm talking, I'm part of something, even yeah, if I Yeah, and we it. created this thing. We created this thing in lockdown, which is really unique, I think, and it's something that I'm talking to the Radio Academy about tomorrow, and it's about... Um, connecting with people and in lockdown came and everybody was alone and for once in your life you're allowed to be lonely people understood it people got it uh, and we shifted the show to the listeners and it's like right you're alone I'm your company and I was you know as I said before I've had quite bad depression and so I found it useful as well to have that community out there to talk to I had this guy on he, he came on and he goes what have you bought off what, off the internet? Basically, what have you bought off eBay, right? But you can't say eBay on the BBC. So he goes, uh, I had diabetes. I lost a leg, but I was too big to have a new leg on the NHS. So he said, I bought a leg off eBay, right? <laughs> so I'm like this now. So you start to laugh right now. Now he's Obviously, made like, and yeah. you can hear, you can almost feel everybody at home laughing as well, right? Because yeah. it's... <laughs> No and that's that the I was so, like, dialysis machine. Yeah. Like, uh, like, so I'm like, I go like this. So I go, oh, so, so, so well, you know, great. And is there anything I, I can do for you now? He said, well, it is actually, he said. It came and it's got one red night trainer on it. I said, all right. He said, I'd love to find a matching one, right? <laughs> so, so within 10 minutes, somebody's ringing in. I've got a night trainer, size seven, I can give him. It's like, and that is the community you create. And it's, it's been lush. It's been, without sounding too Welsh, right? It's yeah. been amazing yeah. and it's been fantastic. And now people can listen on BBC Sounds. And so it becomes a bigger community again. And because of the of MasterChef and the coverage of MasterChef, you know, you can see the online figures going up daily. And it's, and it's a lovely thing to create this place where people f 
feel part of something, you know, and people are allowed to be lonely. And I, I get 70 year old blokes ringing in and talking to me about their mental health, which when you think about a 70 year old, particularly a Welsh bloke, yeah, talking mental health, it's surprising. Yeah. But you know, people feel like they can open up. It feels like you're calling then. Yeah, it does feel like my calling actually. And it's weird because I don't want to move out to Wales because I'll lose that show. And I can't think of anywhere else where I could create the same thing. Oh, well, there we go. Well, commercial outfits, if you're thinking about a show where you connect with your feelings, specifically of Welsh people. <laughs> it's fairly win. niche, yeah. Call win. I don't think it's that niche, though. I think a million men have made a million podcasts trying to understand male mental health. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, to actually throw it over to real people rather yeah, than that's the thing. other celebrities. Yeah. Like, I think that is quite a unique proposition, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so the other side of the coin then, we've heard all the good stuff. What's the worst you've ever been ripped off? Oh God, ripped off all, you know, I- You um, bought a leg once on eBay. (laughs) No, I've never, I I buy rubbish though. Like I went on the Great Antiques Road Trip and ended up spending more money outside of the programme than I spent on the (laughs) programme. Like like what? You just fancy- I like- You sold them to yourself. I like knickknacks. I like little things. Do you know what I mean? I'm I trying can't... to understand your house now. I'm picturing a futuristic kitchen. Right. Let me tell... And then a Nan's no. room. Let me tell you about it. Yeah, it is. It is. Do you know my dining room, right? My dining room's got a table that my dad made, right? Out of my own... My dad was a carpenter. Out of my old science desk, right? So I've got that. That's my table. But then I've got little things. So I quite like little old... You know stuff you can buy off the internet really cheap, but they're really pretty. Like I've got a little, like, do not laugh. This, this is what I bought for the antique store trip. Embraced. Right. This is where I will not sound like a man of the people. I bought a little sardine dish. You know, these old ones with like a little yeah, silver little fish top. on the top. It's like a proper a thing, Victorian. One. No, a Victorian dish that they used to serve sardines in, oh. like a platter. Right? Nice. Yeah, but when the hell am I going to use that? I, you had your opportunity and you blew it. <laughs> on MasterChef. <laughs> what are you for today? Oh, I don't I'm know. I'm here for you today, John. Only. Sardines in tomato it's to be, sauce. It's going to have to be great British menu now. Yeah, it is. Souped up sardines in tomato sauce. So that's the kind of tat I've got at home. And my wallpaper is all pigeons. It's all, it's like pigeon wallpaper. Like high-end pigeons or? Yeah, not really. It's just like, I saw it, I thought, oh, those pigeons are great. I'm coming around. This and the guy goes, <laughs> the guy goes, yeah, you could do a feature wall in it. Oh, I could do the whole room in it. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, the whole house is a bit quirky. So, yeah. So you, I don't know, because I, I can't say you were ripped off by that sardine dish because no, you're delighted wasn't. to share that Not ripped off. I, so. I, but I like in the street and stuff. We went to New York and me and the kids were in New York. And instantly a guy comes up to me and he goes, yo, bro, you know, what do you want to buy this? Thing. And I'm like, going, eh, I beg your pardon. Uh, <laughs> next thing I'm $20 down and I bought a CD off a guy in the street. Oh in New God, York. I've done that. And it's just like, I can't help it. I'm just an easy target. I once bought a poem off a man who was uh, down on his luck, I would say. He's like, I'm going to write you a poem now. And, and I was like, like there's no reason. I can't verify that that was specifically for me. But once you've done that once, he... And then I got frustrated with him because he kept coming up to me every other day because he lived locally and he'd forgot that I'd already... You'd already bought a poem. I've already bought the poem and I think maybe that was his strategy. You, what you should have done is bought another one and seen if it's the same. I had to hide from him in Tesco because I was like, I can't believe you forgot. You, you wrote me a poem. It was beautiful. How dare you? Like, I thought I was We had special. a connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, had to, I had to hide in the supermarket from him. I don't seem to be able to say no. 
right? I can't say no. Like, and then I'll decide to sell something on Facebook Marketplace or something. And then every time when they come around, right? I had these ski boots I oh, wanted no. to sell, right? I know, so, I know this. So they come around and I go, here's your ski boots. And I like sell them for like 60 quid or something. Here's your ski boots. And he goes, oh, that'll be great. Because um, the kids oh. in the charity I run who I take skiing on, I'm like, hmm? Take the ski boots. I can't seem to charge anybody, anything no, to anybody. I gave a footstool away last week. Isn't I, I give stuff away that I don't even want to give away as well. So I'll lend someone a, <laughs> like a jumper or something from the house and they'll, they'll look delighted to be in it. And I'll be like, do you know what? You can have it. I don't like it. it. And I'm inside. I'm crying. But yeah, yeah, we've, we've come to the end of the questions. I'm quite sad now. But oh, uh, I'm going to ask you, where can people find you if they want more of this? Obviously oh, everywhere for the next yeah. couple of weeks, but... Yeah, uh, I suppose uh, I'm on Instagram and I'm on Twitter and uh, I'll tell you what I'm doing today after this. I'm going to this morning to be the chef on this morning. <gasps> Thank you. My life is complete. That is so exciting. Like, I'm a they TV let you do a chef. legit recipe. I'm like a TV chef. You are a TV chef. Once you've done chefing on <laughs> telly, that's it. It goes on your CV. It's fine. <laughs> Should I wear white? Do you know what I mean? Do Should they I wear it or do you, no, are you meant no. to bring it yourself? It's like everybody else put... wears normal clothes, right? I'm a friend of Phil Vickery. Yeah. Uh, can I tell you my Phil Vickery story yes, quickly? Yes, please. Immediately. This is how I met <laughs> Phil Vickery, right? We were talking on the radio and, I, and I'm obsessed with service stations. I love service stations. Everybody loves T-Bay. Are you a T-Bay man? T-Bay is very, very good. Gloucester I once South did a poll about it because my job's PR. Oh yeah, okay. Mm. When I was invited to go on Celebrity MasterChef, right? That was my specialised service, uh, subject, service stations. I love them, right? So I say to Phil Vickery, what's your favourite service station, Phil? Right? And he goes, I quite like the uh, one in Wales, the Gwasanaithai one. <laughs> and you're laughing now because people that don't speak Welsh will know that Phil Vickery has just translated the word for services. All service <laughs> like stations <laughs> in Welsh are called Gwasanaithai because that is Welsh for services. <laughs> So I started laughing and he goes, what are you laughing at? And that's how we became friends. Uh, so I'll ask him, should I, I feel like I should wear the hat. Do you know what I mean? Well, you, yeah. Cause you like, if I'm going for it, go like, look like the bloke from the Muppets. Oh yeah. Swedish chef. Yeah. Really, really. Have you got, have you got chef's whites? Are you ready? I bought some. Well, now's the time. Is it? Otherwise, in a year, when we invite you back, you'll be like, I've got chef's whites in the house. No opportunity to wear them. Yeah. When have you ever been ripped off? Yeah. When I bought my chef's whites. <laughs> So yes, so you've got a website, whenevans.co.uk. Yeah, just, uh, you know, get in touch. Yeah. And listen to your show, when's it on? Every morning on BBC Radio Wales or BBC Sounds from 9 till 12. All right. Amazing. Well, this has been an absolute joy. I don't want this to end. We should go to the pub. But you've got to do your this morning homework, so you're not going to be able to. (laughs) But uh, yeah, that is sadly it. That's the end of the show. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. This has been a real joy. Thank you, listeners, for listening. Uh, If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate, review it, tell your friends, tell your enemies if you think they'll hate it. If you didn't enjoy it, you now have 30 days to return this podcast for a full refund. Your statutory rights are not affected. 